listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. SexPharmD podcast with your host, Dr. Nadia Archambault, licensed clinical pharmacist and certified sex therapist. With a focus on women's sexual health and wellness, Dr. A is here to cover important health topics and answer all of your questions about subjects that can be applied to pharmacy practice. And now, here's Dr. A. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of SexPharmD. Today, I have a pharmacist, advanced fellow of anti-aging, metabolic and functional medicine expert, sex hormone expert, epigenetic lifestyle consultant. And this is all for one person. Her name is Dr. Jenna W. Clack. Welcome. (laughs) I'm going to call you you. Superwoman. (laughs) Thank you. I'll take whatever titles. That's the hardest thing to to decide on. I'll I'll take all of them. Um, Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to get to chat with you today. Yeah, I'm so excited that we met each other and, you know, virtually and, uh, you know, everything that you have to share today is going to be some really good stuff. So tell us a little bit about your background, like what got you from where you started to where you are now? <laughs> oh, I love this. Um, that's always the the answer is absolute trust and intuition and destiny because I never would have guessed. Um, I really have always had a passion for just sharing the power that we each have to take control or charge of our own life of how we live our lives and how we're experiencing our lifestyle. I think sixth grade health class was when I realized, oh my goodness, our lifestyle makes a, a giant difference in how our next day of our lifestyle plays out. Um, and I never thought I'd go into pharmacy. I thought I'd go into some sort of a broadcasting and really looked into fashion, all kinds of other things. When I discovered organic chemistry and molecules, uh, really put that piece together of why lifestyle matters and how we can make choices that make a difference for ourselves. So went to study organic chemistry, fell in love with um, the molecules that are bioidentical for our communication. So fell into compounding mm-hmm. pharmacy, really was a calling. So um, progesterone is one of the molecules that really turned things around for me as far as perception, understanding what a core communication piece that is for us in general. And after that, just following that communication piece, I switched my major to become a pharmacist. Um, All through pharmacy school, my my aim is not to just live, but to live the lives that we are excited about living. And after school, realizing in practice that there was more understanding to be had, I went ahead and got my advanced fellowship. And everything in epigenetics tied into the communications of hormones and just that everything that I had felt was, was right and gave me some scientific basis to tie this into functional medicine testing, started my own consulting and really the life experiences that I have mm-hmm. during this time, right? As we know, we're, we're experiencing these things as we're going through them with others and the life experiences I had while consulting and seeing that a life worth living is a life worth living and that plays into itself. Um, (laughs) Absolutely. I couldn't say it better. That's great. 
that's yeah. so that's really that's really where I I landed is in consulting and tying in those pieces of functional medicine that shows those connections letting people understand those connections for themselves whether it was teaching practitioners or um, doing consulting and then ended up experiencing some adventures for myself my family I'm kind of getting sequestered or stuck, as you would say, uh, during the, the global events in Costa Rica, we were, you know, into place to become digital nomads and completely change our way of living and have navigated that space over the last three, three and a half years to find a, a new way of being that is really playing into the truth, those epigenetic truths of finding the space of a, a direct lifestyle signal. So letting your lifestyle signals be the truth and trusting that wholeheartedly. So doing that and consulting and teaching at the same time allows you to have a really clear mirror, 12, 14 mirrors all the time. Um, and I feel like it's been a really big blessing to, to fall into that space. So the things that, you know, come up to me the most are really enjoying your life. And that plays into, of course, your sexual satisfaction a lot for women that plays into mm -hmm. that hormonal health and our hormones are what keep us regenerating cells. Our hormones are what keep our metabolism healthy and us detoxifying at the, at the rate that we need to, to continue to keep putting more beneficial signals in. So I feel like where I started and where I am has been my actual life being lived out with my community and doing the best that we can together to find out as much as we can. That's mm -hmm. what led me into my fellowship. That's what led me through compounding into consulting, into, you know, living these lifestyle studies. Um, it's, it's a beautiful thing that is completely what I would, would tell someone to do. It's, it's nice to be living in that intuitive state because I never would have planned it. 100% wouldn't have planned it. Yeah. And, and here we are, you know? Yeah. No, that's, I mean, it's so interesting. You just went, took a very different path, which I love. I love meeting pharmacists who are just doing different things and not just like working in retail or something like that. Um, explain to the listeners who may not know what epigenetics is and, and how you apply it to your practice, if you could. Oh, most definitely. The way that I can most simply put it is epigenetics is above genetics. Uh, if you are looking at energetics, vibration, resonance, what we look at to identify molecules, this is the way that we identify the structure of molecules, the receptor responses to molecules. We see this through vibration, resonance, and this kind of field of communication that we don't normally think of because we can't see it, right? So- right. <laughs> it's basically everything, right? Epigenetics is all of the signals that are then acting upon whatever receptor receiver, we would be the receptor receiver as a human, as an, an animal, as a piece of matter in this universe, mm -hmm. thing, right? And, and really where it hit me was in the molecule of oxytocin of or connection, mm -hmm. thinking about prayer, thinking about what we see in quantum physics, thinking about mm -hmm. these bigger healing things that we know are happening, but we don't normally think about. Epigenetics is really the connection where we see it happening, where proteins are being changed in a way that changes our uh, responses. It changes our activity when we have a different uh, stimulus. So mm. 
look at this in acetylation and methylation. When we get down to the basics of how we would call it in matter in DNA, it's going to be methylated or acetylated, and that's going to change the way that we respond to a stimulus. So these changes can happen in mass, and there's lots of studies of how these changes happen. Usually the stimulus is emotional, which is a really interesting play into things. That's a feeling. It's something that's happening. Now, are there outside stimuli that can cause an emotion? Yes, 100%. We're mm -hmm. always listening to our environment. So this is kind of where that natural biology to understand it plays in. And the best way I can say is ants, like ants are communicating with one another. Yeah. Level, right? Yeah. So communication is not sound in sight. We're using our lowest <laughs> communicate, right? So in, in any type of animal communication that we're not overriding with sight and sound, you can see that we're communicating chemically. And that's happening between not only the same species, but between species, with our environment, everything that's around us, that's influencing our receptors. So when we try to understand genetics as, this is what it is, this is how you act, we haven't been able to figure it out because there are so many changes that are happening on a momentary basis we are responding, we are adapting, and that's a really good thing. That's not a negative mm -hmm. thing. So all these chemical communications that are interacting with us about our environment, about you know how what we're intaking to eat, how much light is, go is going through our eyes at which time where we're having warmth, all of the different things that are happening, we know those are affecting us. And I think that that's the most direct to say, we're looking at epigenetics. We're looking at the way that we're interacting with our environment and how it's changing who we are, how we're mm -hmm. moving into the next space. It's picking up who we are, what type of bacteria we have and which ratios. We have all these ways of saying, oh, it's the gut brain or you know, it's the muscular axis. It's, it's really everything. It's how we're interacting with everything all at once. And epigenetics is the study of how that environment is interacting with your genetic code, how you are taking that in becoming your biological matter. So there's not a, a simpler way to say it's everything above your genetics and how you're interacting with it. That's really yeah. what genetics is. And to say that you're studying in that lifestyle, really what we're doing is we're listening to the interactions that functional medicine testing is allowing us this point of view while also taking a larger scientific view of the natural biology of the quantum matter of understanding that we do have this as above, so below truth in science that we really don't want to continue to ignore at our own peril, right? So yeah, epigenetics is everything above genetics. And that really is everything that's tied into genetics. Yeah. I mean, and it's, you know, it's such a fascinating thing and it really does tie in with hormonal balance you know? Oh. oh my goodness. Well, hormonal balance is the best way I know. And if we know better ways, I'm up for it. It's the best way I know to understand what your body is saying to itself, understand the feelings that you're having, mm -hmm. and be able to say, I understand this sensation. I understand this metabolic this ratio. Mm -hmm. and it's, it's a beautiful way to see the matter being made from a person yeah. and how you can shift that. 
Yeah, it really is. Um, tell us a little bit more about what you're doing as far as like sexual health and hormone therapy. Let's take a deeper dive into that because it really is fascinating what you're doing. <laughs> well, we talked about chemical communications and yep. genetics. So this is, it ties in. We yep. want to live, we want to live. And we can't seem to trick our bodies into anything else. I've consulted mm-hmm. for years and years of how can I continue this same life and trick my body into thinking that it wants to continue to do this. And there is a level of being able to do that. Um, and overall, you're, when your body wants to be here, it wants to be here. And that is really sexual satisfaction. That is yeah. really a feeling of being um, alive. And we also often talk, talk about an orgasm being like a little death, like letting go. And I love that because it's allowing yourself to check with, am I good with letting go? And if you're good with letting go, then you're feeling alive. You're feeling like you're living mm-hmm. in the fullest amount. So if you're having issues around sexual satisfaction, around letting go, around orgasm, then you definitely will have, and especially long-term, have a hormonal imbalance and hormonal imbalances cause death. That's what we do, right? We cause a metabolic imbalance and then we die. We die because we lose our hormones and not the other way around. Right. Right. Interesting that a healthy sex life and, you know, the orgasms that create blood flow to your brain, the, the interaction with a human being. And especially if you have a partner that you're having a full sexual interaction with a connected sexual interaction are amazing. And those benefits are so individually tailored beyond anything that we can do in a lab or pretend to do. It's, it's astounding. It's about being able to bring yourself into a state of extreme enjoyment and a place of extreme relaxation. It's practicing patterns and practicing of enjoyment. So I feel like uh, culturally, uh, we have a huge issue here with the stories and the ability to release and to be in that space. So there's been a lot of work. Um, I don't know how you're I'm like, now I have questions for you, all of them <laughs> questions for you um, about how you see it on that end. But I see hormonal patterns that reflect kind of a, a shunting of desire. And that shunting of desire carries through in the way that our body is reacting as far as its metabolism and availability to regenerate and stay young. So I really see a huge connection in sexual satisfaction and anti-aging because I can't. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. So do you see this? Like, what do you see as far as like a patterning in, I I hope you don't mind me asking right in the middle of here, but like, what do you see as far as that patterning? Yeah. So it's interesting with when, you know, connecting the two, I mean, the same thing goes for sleep, how it affects everything. Um, But a, so, you know, it's like anything like exercise releases endorphins and it makes you feel good. And with people who have a very good, you know, healthy, sexual, active lifestyle. I think it's also like cardiovascular health too, that it t- comes into play with that. Um, you know, and, and like, for example, like men with erectile dysfunction, a lot of it's like a cardiovascular issue. It can be from that also, but you know, it all really is connected. And I'm a huge oxytocin fan. I love oxytocin. Uh, for low libido. I've been involved with compounding it for a long time. And I think it needs to be made, you know, made even more well-known to people, you know, as far as that goes. And it's, it's like always a gray area because of, you know, FDA 
possible and things like that. But I think oxytocin is great. I'm totally with you on that. And I love that you, you love it too. <laughs> so you brought up a couple of points that are super fun. Sexercise, like that's yeah. 100%. That's a thing, right? Like put it into your plans. And yeah. then the benefits that come hormonally from that balance of, of allowing yeah. yourself to have the blood flow in the areas. And when you don't, there's so many things that we can do with hormonal balance that this, the small little shifts to help be able to enjoy and be in that space are so beneficial, not just on their face, but then with the experience and the ability you have to form new patterns are oxytocin is my jam. And it's actually one Uh that I probably got stuck somewhere else because I needed to study more and more for my patients of what was happening with this molecule that is above all of the tissue reactions of all these hormones that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. So thinking of what it does for theory of mind, I'm 100% on of, you know, I understand that it can be a gray area and when and what, and I, I, I get the whole story of, of that. And also just the studies, look at the studies on um, what it does in theory of mind for schizophrenia, for autism, for aggression, um, just that kind of thing. And then realizing that there is a responsibility to form new patterns, no matter what we're doing, we shouldn't be giving people therapies and just saying this is going to fix it no matter what it is. And I think that that's where you can fall into oxytocin can create a remembering, um, remembering faces that you might Mm. not have remembered before that are important, but might not be a memory that you're ready for, right? So understanding that there are experiences that can be brought up and then realizing that most of our females are not recognizing faces because they've been on progestin and it's been shunting the oxytocin reactions to be able to associate faces with emotion. Yeah. That's not necessarily a negative thing for us to be able to do. Maybe there's something behind that. so I do, I think oxytocin is a, a huge therapy to, to consider in a lot of different indications that are very well studied. I think the main thing is what I was saying earlier is that the study on levels, we always want a level that's very, I know for sure this is a level. However, the way that we work um, as far as receptor responsivity is, is very different, right? So it's, especially with oxytocin, it's something that's beyond sight and sound. It's, it's at the yeah. above tissue. So I feel like needing to know it can be, um, do we ever, we always prove ourselves wrong. And so, you know, understanding the science is a lot uh, more beneficial in my standpoint, in my opinion, understanding the science and how these things work and what the actual benefit is, what what are the receptor responses? Instead of saying, I need to be able to tell you what I know in this specific manner at this specific time for my uh, stand, like for my standing, right? Right. I do feel like there's, um, I don't know, the research that I've seen on levels is the, the most gray area because it is based on a response of being able to almost let go. It's a mental Mm -hmm. type of issue, you know, a connection. It's a connection of um, neurological response. And I think that when we get into wanting to understand that, um, Mm -hmm. we want to characterize. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's no, there's no need for any of, of any of that. I do feel like every time 
that I've used oxytocin um, in a clinical setting, we have had amazing responses. Uh -huh. Increased theory of mind, understanding who I am within the world, feeling more confident, feeling more connected. Um, I've never seen any negative response personally in 20 years plus of being around and, you know, within these therapies. I haven't either. I know I've seen nothing negative. I Do you know crazy to say, but 100% true. 100%. I know. I did a lot with the nasal spray. What was, what's your, what's your favorite one? The nasal spray is really the only way to go. The yeah. nasal spray is some sort of mucoadherent. Um, it's just too, too brittle and cute of a molecule. To <laughs> so, <laughs> I just wouldn't expose it to heat. That's just not yeah. the best way. And I think mucous membranes are so especially in sexual health, we should understand our mucous membranes are, are golden for absorption. And, and I feel like that's where I've gotten the most steady response. Anytime that you have to heat it to formulate it, I would get away from that. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. It's like denaturing a protein basically. <laughs> I wanted to talk about your visionary intuitive productions, your, your company that you have and, and what you're doing with that. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, I feel really happy that we're able to have some sort of an online presence through all of the adventures that we've had. And through the time that we were going, you know, through our research and consulting online, um, I taught a number of classes. And these classes were on hormones, on holistic hormones, on um, quantum intensive, your um, knowing, understanding yourself. I had a couple of different ones. The one that did the best is functional spirit science. And over mm. time, we launched it a couple of times and asked, you know, clients, what would be most helpful? How can we, you know, advance what we're doing here? So what we're doing here is really looking at the functionality of the science of your spirit. So those intuitive nudges connecting that with your hormonal responses and knowing which viewpoints, which perspectives might be most beneficial for your inspired action and actually producing this life that you envision and doing that in a way that's really more in tune with your true intentions or true feelings, not on the surface level. And how we're doing that is through the functional medicine testing mm -hmm. and through one-on-one -on -one consulting. So what we're doing primarily is I do have a few clients that are consulting that have been consulting with me for a while that want to have, you know, one or two pickup sessions. So I have those available, but what we're really doing is focusing in on this full education of self and this full connection of self, understanding how to use the science of your spirit functionally. And when I say functionally, I say like it works. I'm not looking at this. There's a lot of, uh, pillars that we could go into about how to focus on different aspects. And in the class, we actually go through mm -hmm. what those are. When mm -hmm. I say functional as it works, when I say spirit, we're looking at what, what is internal and intentional for you? What is that call for you? What feels true? Yeah. And this is actually saying, well, that means something. We can understand what these messages are and we can use epigenetics to affect how your matter is, is acting for you and how that's playing out. So we can really produce a life that's aligned with what you're envisioning. So it's 12 lessons over three months, one lesson a week. 
um, and nine sessions of con uh, nine hours of consultation. So it's actually six sessions. We found that is the most effective as an intuitive channel. When I connect one-on-one -on -one with someone, we are able to really feel into what the messages are that are most beneficial. And we're looking at our lab results too. So we're using science to guide those mm -hmm. decisions. So I feel like that's what we're doing. That's how we're playing forward. And really um, it's been extremely, extremely rewarding to have developed something so authentically, so intuitively, and be able to utilize that same system, that same um, proven lifestyle um, yeah. um, to be able to share. So that's, that's what we're doing is sharing and, and building those relationships and empowering others to know how to use the science of their spirit functionally to live out a true life of well-being. We talk about well-being and I always would get kind of stuck in consulting when people wanted to live so much longer, but didn't really want to live any longer. Um, I know. <laughs> so that's what we're doing now is we're kind of yeah. not allowing a system that actually has worked um, over and over and continuing to perfect that, continuing to grow that with visionary intuitive productions. Um, we're really envisioning and intuitively producing the lifestyle that is best. Um, and that's individualized for each person, which I think. Yeah, that's the key. And I love that. And you do individual consults too, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Within, the, within the course, they're all individual consults. You get to choose which functional medicine testing that you would like. We have mm -hmm. some general education. I feel like is good for everyone to have, to have a basis of what kind of theory are utilizing. Why, why do you believe that this is the best way for cellular regeneration? Do you want to utilize this uh, lifestyle theory because you want to be extremely active and adventurous? Do you want to have mm -hmm. a lifestyle where you are more comfortable and steady and your dynamic homeostasis is closer to home? What does it feel like to you to live your optimal life? And I feel like having a system that's very uh, adaptable, adaptable, adaptable is the key because I don't have any interest in how I want to see you live your best life. I just really want to see you live what is your best life. Yeah. So that's where that individualized, we call precision medicine, looking at yep. what for what you want. Yeah. Yeah. I love that's such a big, it's, it's a growing field and I love seeing more and more of it because it's so great. It encompasses everything, diet, you know, exercise, everything like that. I think it's, it's fantastic. Your sex life. Seriously. That's right. Yep. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's not just when you're saying like sleep is everything, sex is everything. And I've, I think we were just talking about this the other day, and I might've written something, something so similar. It's never one thing. It's always everything. And that's, yes. Yep. So true. <laughs> so true. So if I was a woman going through menopause coming to you and I had low, low sex drive, what, what would be like some part of the workup for that? What would you some, some things you would go through with me. Okay. So this definitely just as a hormone specialist, the first thing I'm going to do is we're going to start with what your most recent hormone labs are. And mm -hmm. um, I do not um, look at calculated levels for anything. I like to have the actual levels. So we look at salivary and we can also look at urinary metabolite and pharmacists are really skilled at reading backwards in labs. So we can do mm -hmm. that. 
first is going to be a salivary hormone. So I know exactly what we're looking at as far as the free levels of what's available to your body. And then I look at what labs you do have if we need anything additional. Most people don't have a micronutrient lab on board. And the micronutrient board lab tells us the last six months of every micronutrient that's been available to you. Sometimes we've got some severe or vitamin A or something mm -hmm. that we wouldn't have normally thought about but that's all of your carb processing or it's all of your detoxification. So we want to make sure that we are looking at the things that are most obvious for whatever case it might be. Sometimes it's going to be a neurological thing. We are not getting any type of sleep. Let's look at neurotransmitters. So it's going to be individualized, but to start with menopause, it's always going to be, we're going to look at your hormones. There's definitely going to be some shifts there um, and compare those with your patterns when any kind of we would call disease state patterns, but any type of patterns that you're having so that we can say, what are the things that are limiting your optimal health? We can move those, those levels. So you have a consultation with me. Consultations are 90 minutes. So we'll go over the lab results. We'll listen to what's actually going on in your life because mm -hmm. your genetics are playing into your hormonal responses. So understanding, are there any small shifts that we can make before we look at any additional therapies? And then based on what we find, we would decide together. I usually give three options, kind of three full options of this is the most holistic version. This is the most preventative version. And then this mm -hmm. anti-aging because I am an anti-aging practitioner. My, my goal is to gain years on your life, up to 26 years on your life. That's the goal, right? So then we, we look at what feels best for you because that's your choice. Um, at, at the very holistic minimal, Symptoms are relieved to gone within 14 to 28 days on average. Um, and we get to a level that's at your dynamic homeostasis that can level you off at about a month. And um, usually mm -hmm. I would say one to two consultations will get you to the space that you can start to understand what you're doing on your, on your own and be able to make some minor modifications, but would need follow-up. Um, that's kind of why we have the option of the class, because after that class, you'll have enough to, to understand what modifications and how to find your, uh, your team or how to use the consultations longer. But yeah, I think the yeah. first thing we do is get your hormones in order. And it's a, it's an easy thing to do. It's a lot easier than I think we've been led to believe. And all the research coming out are showing that even the worst case scenarios are better than not doing anything. Right. We're definitely not the worst case scenario. I know. <laughs> I know. And, and it, it amazes me how many women I've met who, you know, when I, as we have as patients, my first question is when's the last time you've been to the doctor, you know, and it's been a long time or they've been avoiding their OBGYN or their OBGYN hasn't had them going for hormone panel. And it's like, what, you know, so panel is all blood and they have no idea what the free levels are. No, that's the problem too. So it's like, all right, you have to do it the right way. And it's fast, you know, it's frustrating. So you have to get through that first. And that's the big, the big one. And then, you know, if that they need to find a doctor. No, that made me really happy though, that there is this option. It is a direct to consumer test. There are a lot of consultants. There's a lot of doctors that are wanting to lean this way and are trying to do this and are going to education. It is moving mm -hmm. forward because functional means it works. Like that's the thing is they can, 
whatever marketing tools, this or that, we can name all of the degrees and all of the types of medicine and all of that's fine. Functional at the core for me, it's, this is what works and it's paying attention to the science of cellular responses. It's paying attention to your mitochondria. It's paying attention to the hormonal responses. Mm -hmm. And to say that it is true. I think that there's this distrust, which is not unearned in a lot of, in a lot of realms, right? And also let's not give up on understanding that the more that you know, you will find what is true and that the women that mm. do continue to look for the truth, these tests are available. You can find out your free hormone levels. You can book a consultation. You can talk to providers who are there to support you. And you will know the truth as you continue to discern for yourself. It's not always the first or second thing. Um, and that can be frustrating. However, continuing to look for the truth, you know, as yes. Estrogen is found in coral reefs, right? Like this, there's over 60 type of estrogens yet in functional medicine, we're still only studying three Funk in, in traditional medicine. There's one, that's one little core but mm. when we talk about cardiovascular health. Estrogen is pretty much everything. We look at cardiovascular health, yeah. look at any type of the cancers that we've been looking at for, you know, uh, expanding growth. So it's an interesting thing to think that we don't look at these things more commonly. So I, I'm proud of this conversation, right? Like, like as you're saying, yeah. like I'm, I am equally frustrated as proud that there is a way it might not be, you know, the easiest way, mm -hmm. it might not be the most mainstream way, but the answers are out there. Yeah, absolutely. And the more that, um, you know, our patients become aware that there are options, the better, right. You know, That's true. that they know, they know they can get help and they're not alone. And, it's not the end all when they have menopause. I'm getting really sick of hearing these poor women say, well, my doctor said it's normal. It's normal to feel like garbage. I don't think so. Well, I know what's <laughs> crazy know? is like normal, but not okay. You know? <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm, I'm getting so sick of hearing that. It's ridiculous. You know? That's, we should start a campaign because it's really, that's not okay. Yeah. And especially exactly. women are of we really cre have created that we are the creators if you look at any civilization or any other look at bees or ants or anything that's living a lot longer and more intelligently in communities than we are it, there is a reverence for creation and there is a reverence for the enjoyment of creation and there is this you know, circular regeneration. And we're wondering why we're not having that circular regeneration. And there's all these things that are happening that are not continuing in the way that we would think of thriving as a population. Yeah. And it's not hard to see why when we really look at that. So I think what the work that, that you're doing with allowing a sexuality to be brought forth as important is, mm -hmm. is more than paramount. That is we need the permission to be human so that we can live. And if that's not given, if that's not allowed, if that's not important, really, what are we doing? Like, I know, I know. <laughs> it's, it's so true. What, I, mean, I feel like we, we could talk about this for hours, <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I was saying earlier, like death over boredom. Like, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Um, I'm excited that there, there is a way. So yes, menopause is not the end of it. There are beyond just the compounding pharmacy because a compounding pharmacist always says, yes, I definitely have solutions. 
And 100%, you can solve most of the little issues that you're thinking just by talking to someone who can help you out with formulations, with solutions at that level. Yeah. And then beyond learning about what those receptors do, and it's exciting, there's there's more to give to yourself. And I really do want women, everyone to understand that life is for enjoying and there's not a time where it's just over and sorry about you. And if someone's saying that to you, they don't love you and that's not okay. And that's abusive. And you should stop being around a person that's not worried about you being happy because what, what are we doing here? What would be your top three compounded medica- medications or therapies that you would, that you, that you like the most? Okay. Um, well, first of all, I always say that the balanced hormones is first. So that's going to be very, so that's first, that's very first. Um, and then also in the meantime, and as we get to that space, I think that for women who are having a hard time having a female erection, who are a hard time getting to that first space to Dalafil topically is really nice. I feel like it's something that I usually am not a modified molecules kind of person on anything front. However, I feel like that's a nice, get you to the space that you can start having the feeling kind of thing. Um, I think estriol topically is much underused. I think that Mm -hmm. getting blood flow to the area is just kind of a basic scientific need to move things forward. Um, and also has a lot of overall health benefits and oxytocin is my favorite, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think that vaginally it can have some advantages as far as reprogramming your your neurohormonal patterning when you're in that space. Um, and overall, I feel like nasal is my favorite. I feel like it's yeah. research, it's got the most efficiency. Um, I, yeah, I, I love nasal um, oxytocin, intranasal and oxytocin. And yeah, that's that's pretty much my top three. Those are those are the ones that I would say are my favorites. Yeah, that's great. I, I love that. Um, oxytocin for me, for sure. And it's interesting you say that the, the topical Tadalafil, because I don't think a lot of people know about that. It's it's actually really one of the things that Sildenafil didn't seem to do as much. And it's one mm-hmm. of those things, like I said, I'm not a modified molecule kind of person. However, um, when I had patients that were really in a space of not being able to you know, have that first female erection to get to the point of, of even moving past that. And that was the main problem that seemed to be the, the key that we turned it over every single time. Um, and it's such a low concentration. Um, I, I think it's been really beneficial in a way that I didn't expect for it to be. It's a good little tip. Yeah. I love that. I love that you brought that up too. <laughs> well, it's been really great talking to you. I feel like we could go on for much longer. There's so many good things to talk about. We have a lot in common. I love that. So <laughs> we compliment each other. <laughs> Um, but I want everyone to know, and I'll include everything in the show notes also how to find you, you know, website, social media, things like that. Okay. Totally. Yeah. I, I have my own personas and that's a lot of what I do is, is research and adaptability. So the best Mm -hmm. way to reach me is just through my website, which is visionaryintuitiveproductions.com. Uh, that's where you can find whatever we're up to at the moment. Great. Yeah. So I'll include that in the show notes too. And you can even, there's a, a, a part on there where if you want to book a consult, you know, you could do that too. It's all right there on the website. So yeah. 
Well, thank you so much. It was great having you. I want to have you on again. We'll talk some more about some more things. <laughs> Definitely. No, I'm, I have a little like side note of all of the, <laughs> the fun side conversations that have already come up. So I'm interested. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I love it. I hope everyone enjoys listening to this as much as I did. 